Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. 2023's Formula One Silly Season is heating up in a big way. Let's dive in. Formula One Silly Season is the name given to the period of time each year during which we find out which F1 drivers will be continuing to drive in Formula One next year and for what teams. It's called Silly Season because it's oftentimes full of drivers changing from one team to another or exiting F1 altogether, which can then cause massive ripple effects across the entire sport. For an example of just how silly Silly Season can get, you need just look at last silly season, which was the silliest season of all time. Aston Martin's Sebastian Vettel decided to retire after the 2022 season, which led to Fernando Alonso moving from Alpine to Aston Martin, which led to Alpine announcing Formula One newcomer Oscar Piastri as Alonso's replacement driver, which led to Oscar Piastri saying, no thanks, and instead replacing Daniel Ricciardo at McLaren with Daniel Ricciardo leaving the sport, and oh yeah, Alpine still needed a driver, so they hired Pierre Gasly from AlphaTauri, who then had to fill Gasly's vacancy and went with Formula One newcomer Nick DeVries. Silly season. Silly season usually lasts from the start of the F1 summer break in August to the end of the Formula One season so that those silly drivers making team switches can have a full offseason with their new team. Which, yes. That timeline does mean that we are currently in the middle of 2023's Formula One silly season, except you wouldn't really realize it because this silly season has been not silly at all so far. However, that is all about to change. As of the time of me recording this, there are still four spots remaining to be filled on the 20-spot Formula One grid for next season. The first spot is the second Williams spot, partnering Alex Albon, which I must note is a brutal spot because Alex Albon is driving incredibly well right now, and going up against him in equal machinery is not something I'd recommend to drivers who don't enjoy losing. Most people believe that this second Williams spot is going to one of two drivers. The first driver in contention for this spot is Logan Sargent, who is the driver currently occupying it. Logan Sargent is a rookie driver from the United States, USA, USA, Cacao. And by the way, if you want to know Logan's complete backstory, I made an entire video on him that you can go watch right now. Well, not right now, after this video, okay? Logan has had a bit of a tough season thus far, as many F1 rookies tend to have, but he has shown some signs of promise, such as his impressive P12 on debut and his Q3 appearance at the Dutch Grand Prix. The way I see it, Logan currently controls his own destiny when it comes to retaining his Williams seat. Williams team principal James Vowles has said this regarding Logan's chances of keeping his seat, quote, The comments I have given him are this. It is a meritocracy. You are not here just because we want you to be here. You have to earn your place. This is the pinnacle of motorsport, and what I am asking of you is to follow the general guidance, follow the development path, keep moving forward relative to Alex, and there is a place for you here with your name on it. End quote. With eight races still remaining in the season, there is ample time for Logan to continue developing as a driver and moving forward relative to his teammate Alex Albon, which, according to his boss, will end with Logan keeping his seat. However, if Logan doesn't continue to improve, the second driver in contention for the second Williams seat is Mick Schumacher. 
Mick Schumacher, son of F1 legend Michael Schumacher, is currently the reserve driver for Mercedes, who makes the engine that the Williams car uses, so there's a big connection there. Mick spent two seasons on Haas and almost got a third season with them, but was replaced with Nico Hulkenberg last silly season, which led to Mick becoming Mercedes' reserve driver this season. Mick is a very popular driver who has multiple points finishes under his belt, a lot of promise, and a stellar last name. And if Logan doesn't start getting some good results here soon, I think Quick Mick will be on Williams next season. The second spot remaining to be filled this F1 silly season is the second Alfa Romeo spot, partnering Valtteri Bottas which is not a super desirable spot considering Alfa Romeo are the most irrelevant team on the grid right now, but hey, still a spot. Like with the second Williams spot, most people believe that this seat is going to one of two drivers, with the first driver in contention being the driver currently occupying it, second-year driver Joe Guan Yu. Unlike with the second Williams spot, though, Joe Guan Yu isn't drastically underperforming relative to his teammate, he actually could easily finish the season ahead of Valtteri Bottas, given how they're only separated by two points at the moment. Rather, Joe Guan Yu's seat is at risk because of the success of Alfa Romeo's Sauber Academy junior driver, Teo Porcher. Teo Porcher is one race weekend away from being named champion of Formula 2, a title that brings with it a lot of hype, as F2 is a very tough series to win with a lot of strong competition. Joe competed in F2 for three seasons and never finished higher than third. Alfa Romeo very well may end up deciding that they want to invest their resources in Porsche rather than Joe because of his better junior career, the fact that he's four years younger than Joe, and because he'll be cheaper than Joe to employ with money. However, if Joe absolutely goes off in these remaining eight races, I think it would force Alfa Romeo's hand into re-signing him. And folks, last but not least, the final two spots remaining to be filled this Formula One silly season are both of the Alfa Tauri seats. And man oh man, this is certainly going to be where the majority of this silly season's silliness occurs as there are now three active drivers vying for these two seats. I cannot wait to dive into all this drama, but first... I've actually been considering the fact that Alpha Tauri may seek an outside hire to fill one or both of their 2024 driver seats, and if they do, they need my sponsor, Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. Something I love about Indeed, and the reason that I use it to hire, is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed's hiring platform matches you with quality candidates instantly. Indeed is truly an unbelievably powerful hiring platform and is the number one source of hires in the U.S. according to Talent Nest. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash FBone. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash FBone. Just go to Indeed.com slash FBone and support the show by saying you heard about it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash FBone. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Alpha Tower might too. All right, so AlphaTauri are the only team with neither of their two drivers selected for next season yet. It comes to the surprise of absolutely nobody that AlphaTauri can't decide who they want to drive for them next season, as they can't even decide who they want to drive for them this season, having used four drivers through 14 races like absolute maniacs. However, I'm starting to think that the reason they haven't made any decisions regarding next year's drivers yet is because they're currently in the process of auditioning their three active drivers, Yuki Sonoda, Daniel Ricciardo, and Liam Lawson. 
If you're wondering why AlphaTauri currently have three active drivers and not the usual two, it's because they have Yuki Tsunoda, Daniel Ricciardo, and then also F1 newcomer Liam Lawson, who's currently in the process of filling in for Daniel Ricciardo, who is out injured until the Qatar Grand Prix with a broken hand. Before Daniel Ricciardo's injury, it pretty much looked like a sure thing that AlphaTauri's 2024 driver lineup would be Sonoda and Ricciardo, but that is not the case anymore because Liam Lawson has done a stellar job through the first two of his four fill-in races. Liam survived his insane Dutch Grand Prix debut to finish P13, which was ahead of Yuki, and then in just his second ever F1 race, Lawson finished just barely out of the points in P11, which is extremely impressive considering AlphaTauri haven't had a single car finish higher than P10 all season. With two more fill-in races to go in Singapore and Japan, I believe that if Liam Lawson keeps up this run of solid form, then he'll have planted himself firmly in the running for one of the two 2024 AlphaTauri seats, especially if he is able to clutch up and win the Super Formula Championship later this year, which he is currently P2 in the standings of with two races to go. He's able to be in F1 right now because Super Formula happens to coincidentally have a break that perfectly coincides with Daniel Ricciardo's injury. And when Super Formula comes back from the break, the final two races are both at Suzuka, which guess what? Liam Lawson is going to be racing at in Formula One. So he's going to have some good experience there. Might help him win the Super Formula Championship. Just saying. I have no clue who AlphaTauri are going to go with because all three drivers come with pros and cons. Yuki's main pro is that he's currently performing the best out of the three drivers with three points finishes this season, while no other AlphaTauri driver this season has scored a single point. Yuki's main con is that while he's improved through his two and a half years in F1, it hasn't been by a ton. Daniel Ricciardo's main pro is that he's a proven race winner with loads of experience, Daniel's main con is that his performance seems to be steadily declining year over year. Liam's main pro is the potential he's shown through his first two Grand Prix. Liam's main con is how small the sample size of his skill is thus far. Like I said, I truly have no clue who AlphaTauri are going to end up with next year as their two drivers, and I cannot wait to find out. I think after the next two Grand Prix, when we see how Lawson performs through them, we'll have a much better idea. But in the meantime... Let's speculate. Which two drivers do you think AlphaTauri should select to fill out their driver pairing for next season? Let me know in the comments. Like right now, go comment. Go comment right now. The video is about to end anyways. Just go comment. If you enjoyed this Formula Bone news video and want more F1 news videos just like it, let me know in the comments. I will be responding to a bunch of comments left on this video, so see ya in the comments section. Special shout out to my top Patreon supporters and YouTube channel members at Rated Bookie, Glow, and Green Ghost One. Till next time, folks. J-Bomb! J-Bomb!